So this is a collection of journal entries to myself broadcast across the world and uh, so if you choose to listen to these, um, they are private and uh, whatever I say in this is my own personal world and if you choose to be offended, go fuck yourself, I'm not here to please you. <clears throat> that said, journal entry, page one. Date, Monday 20th of February, and it's coming up on 10 o'clock. Making a coffee. It's been hard to say. I've missed uh, Ash, and uh, I won't see him again because he isn't good for me, but it doesn't stop me loving him. It doesn't stop me loving him, and I guess like the, the, the love that I've got for that fucking idea is... It's deep, you know, but there's an, and like, I was in a relationship for nine and a half years, um, and I still love them, I'll always love them, so there has been two massive impacts in my life, three, if I, if I include you, Maya, um, which is the, the biggest and the most d- dis- devastating um, thing that I've ever had to endure and constantly, constantly endure. I don't think that um anybody would uh, like to be uh, separated from their daughter. But you know, I believe that we don't own each other, and everyone has a choice. She too has a choice to do what she wants in her life, and she seems happy. It's I I used to be uh, such a quiet person, and then noisy, then quiet, noisy. I go between that. It seems it's hard to try and do a journal entry and not make it a radio show. Let me try this. I'm. Being angry causes me not to want to understand, but eventually I came down and I'm left understanding because if you don't try and understand, then you will fucking kill yourself. If I don't try and understand why my family are away, why my siblings are dead, and I don't give myself a story about it, then I will kill myself. And why I don't kill myself, probably because I don't want my daughter to find that as uh, I found out with people killing themselves in my life. Could just be bullshit, I'm telling myself. Could just be a coward, I don't know. I have tried plenty of times, let's be honest. And it's more difficult than people understand. The year was hard last year, lying there dying and been left for dead time and time again. Been beaten, raped, robbed, left for dead constantly. It was a difficult year, but I met a lot of fucking monsters last year. And it made me... I love the smell of coffee. I truly love the smell of coffee. 
Everything has a melancholy to it this year. Everything is melancholy. Infinite sadness, bittersweet. Such as it is better to have loved and lost and never loved at all. Why, if you love the person and you're trying to do everything right and they think that you're the bad person? I mean, that's probably could go for both sides. Let's be honest, that probably could go for both sides. But um, in this situation, if I put it to group, oh, I don't know if I'd be the bad person. I'm willing to accept that they could interpret that. You know, and it's like being played with in a kid mouse fashion is not love. Being beaten is not love. News discarded, it's not love. I know that because I would never do that to a person. I'd never do that and expect that to be recognised as love. So I don't think that. <clears throat> Let me fix my thought. I don't think that experiencing that, I need to recognise it as love. If. Here's what I've been noticing. You treat people the same way they treat you, and they suddenly call you a monster. But you're literally doing exactly what they did. Exactly. I love blueberries so much. So tired and sore all the time. But I'm determined not to fucking die. I've been dying the past couple of months and I. Uh, I lost like a lot of weight. Three stone? Three and a half stone? Too much. Didn't notice it till I was taking pictures. And then I saw it. Wow. It certainly don't look like the way I did a year ago. A year ago I was dying. Before that, <laughs> a year and a half ago, I was like so beautiful. And I thought I was so ugly. It's not until your health fails that you look back at what you criticised as ugly and you see it as perfect. I feel the need to cry right now. No one's breaking. It's too late. What do you do though? What do you do? a hard life or try to support someone that you love you do everything for them and then beg them to see that you know you've got borderline personality disorder you're not really seeing that you're put it in a row and put all the people in a row that you've used and disposed of and you can start to see the trail of destruction but you know I lost so much because of them
lost the last years of my family. My job. My life. My finances. Friends. Loved ones. Jobs. I. House. I can't hate them. I want to. I really do. There is an anger, but I can't direct it to anywhere. So it goes inward. Chokes you. It's like weeds, isn't it, in your garden? Start choking up your soul. But I realised something recently. Here's what it is I realised. Worlds, conditioning systems, mankind, whatever it is. Your ex-partners. They want you to hate them. Sounds, <laughs> it sounds like bullshit, but here's here's my argument. They ignore you. Leave you to die. Laugh at you when they see you down the street. And you think, I saw you when you were poor, and it, and it's like, spend six hundred pound a day, trying to give you anything you wanted. I'm a woman. You're a man. Why? Yeah, but you, the, the things you'll ever have answers for. So you can sort of go, well, fuck them. You know, let's do this. Let's get revenge. I'll show them. Or you can say to yourself in the highest form of respect possible, I'm not an idiot because I love someone that can't love me back. Twice. I'm not an idiot. I'm. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe there's people in my life. Maybe there's people along my path that have loved me and I didn't love them back. I don't know, you know. <laughs> Maybe they don't know. <clears throat> Maybe none of us know the destruction that we leave. On the journey towards death. And that's what it is. It's, it's, not, it's a journey towards death. Dying. It's fucked up. Is this sentence is going to sound. It's the truth. I'm grateful for having death as an experience. Many fucking times. But that was... That time there took a lot out of me. It's knowing that your family and friends knew you were dying. That, that, is, that was hard. And then they die. It's harder. You don't get to see them say I forgive you. Have I held it? Have I held any grudges? No, I've not. 
Because life truly is a cold and broken hallelujah. I'm not a Christian. <clears throat> but I believe, like soon Jesus said, forgive them, they know what they do. I don't think he was talking to God. <laughs> I think he was talking to the whole story of life that we're all caught up in. You know, or just take that fucking sentence right there and let's examine it and say, unless you've lost everything, unless you've faced death, experienced it, you really don't know, do you? You don't know in the end. Those same people that will fuck you over and hurt you, <clears throat> stones on you to get to where they need to be. And like, we're all the same in that regards. Let's be honest. Life makes us that way. It's survival of the fittest. A lot of people are truly ignorant to the place. Do you know what hurts the most? Loving someone for over nine years and then turning around to you as you're dying and they look at you and go, eh, this is freaking me in my mind. I can't handle it. Bye. <clears throat> I literally wiped their fucking noise. <laughs> I wiped their tears as they cried. Fucking was there for them through everything. 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 Trust me when I say everything. I was there. I was that punch bag. And then... Finished. I wouldn't have minded so much if we could still speak to each other. I wouldn't have minded so much either. Until they started picking at parts of my life after they were gone. Continuously. Relentlessly. And without any emotion. Trying to prove to themselves that they're a good person. And I can't be angry at them. That's what pisses me off the most. It's crazy though. Can't be angry. Why is that? You grow older, you understand more. Or you finally see life for what it is, which is an understanding, I suppose. Being under signs one day they will be in that place of sickness, death, anguish, pain, suffering. And then they'll understand. Or not. Let's be honest. Do rapists, pedophiles, murderers, do they understand? 
Or do they not just care? Do they not just think, fuck it? Do what I want. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I love oranges. Oranges and blueberries. And coffee. And everything. <laughs> Let's put this. Name one thing in this life that I don't like. I've got plenty to name. But it's suffering. Can it go? <laughs> Can it suffering go? Can it go me? I can't do this like a journal, so I need to just like do it like a radio show, but it is a journal. So let me just relax into the characters that I do on the map where people have become to know me. Honestly, I'll be honest about that. I need to be really honest. I fucking love it there. I love it there. I flip out a lot there. But it's the only thing that I love. <laughs> it's so fucked up. The people, my bosses, they fucking give me so much space to be myself. Wow. Wow. Like, they really do. They don't interfere mostly with my shows. Sometimes they'll go fucking crazy. And I'm triggered. And honestly, I don't blame them when they go, Come on now. <laughs> Can't talk about putting bullets in people's heads, me now. Can't say that stuff on the air. Representing here. And they're quite right. They're quite right. They're quite right. It's just I'm I'm broken in many ways. By many people. By many thoughts. By many illusions. It's the craziest thing in the world. I'm going to tell you something. Dying woke me up. And I am enlightened. And it's not what I thought it would be. (laughs) It's not what you think it is. Enlightenment is... Before enlightenment, you you think, I'm going to get to that place, I'm going to know every single thing, I'm going to understand all things, be connected to all things, transcend all things. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, and everyone can go fuck themselves. Because I'll be enlightened. Then you get there. And you understand all things. You know all things. See all things. And it's, it's both hell and heaven. Because you've transcended everything, you know, you've been, you've, you're no longer anything that's human. You transcend race, gender, sexuality, goods, bads, all opposites reconciled. It collapses everything. It collapses every single thing all the way back to the beginning. That is what life is. Life is fucking dominoes in a line. And when you get to death, stagger all the way back. Erasing all that work you did. 
It's only you know the work you did because it's in your fucking head. Nobody else knows. No one knows. Gratitude. Here's what I'm grateful for. Waking up every day in constant fucking agony. A lot. I mean, a lot of pain. A lot of pain. A lot of pills. I wish... (laughs) I would just, you know, take some drugs. Numb all the pain. Take it all away. Get high as fuck. Pop some Valium from the doctor's. I did that for like three, four months last year. I uh, prescribed medications and I uh, don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it. Woke up one day, missed my Valium, went crazy for three days. And I was like, no, I'm not going back on it. I'm feeling like everything and it's crazy. There's a pressure, it's too much. But, wow, I've never felt so much my entire fucking life. I was like, why am I trying to block this out? I went into it and I realised a lot. I don't know if you've followed me on the wisdom app, but, uh, you know, go for there. Look at the journey I've been on and come on the journey with me. A lot of people have been on the journey with me. I've met a lot of fucking idiots, I'll be honest. I've met a lot of monsters. I mean, again, that it's me categorising people as idiots. It's me saying people are monsters based on what based on them not doing what I want them to do. I mean, that's the truth. Like, do you see? I've transcended and everything. I truly am awake. I told you. <clears throat> but I've met and been transformed by everyone I've met. It's been a beautiful year. So when I think about that, I am pissing it away. Let's be honest. I go on sometimes, like, I like to make a change in the world. And now sometimes that change is, I want to talk about racism and how it really is a massive fucking issue. Now I want to talk about gender inequality. I want to talk about those things. And people will be like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about those things. Don't rock the boat. Don't talk about transgenders. <laughs> don't talk about the transgender agenda. Um, really? There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in society. Not trans trans people, for God's sake. Um, but a lot of uh, <clears throat> backwards thinking. Durr. <laughs> I'm living in my grandma's basement. I'm writing this. Uh, I'm writing this in your comment section right now. Got a lot of death threats over the past year. piss off a lot of guys, I'll be honest, it's mostly guys, mostly guys, the girls are different, the girls that I've met, I kind of respect them, and it's not me taking the side of the girls here, because I don't take fucking sides, or kiss anyone's fucking ass, girls are different, they're clever about it, they're like, let me seduce you, and destroy you from the inside out, <laughs> Again, how can I hate my sisters? How can I hate my sisters? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a fucked up thing between women. Women are so fucking uh, twisted towards each other compared to men. 
I've never, honestly, men will knock you the fuck out or rape you. But women do hollow each other out and they hold each other to these ridiculous standards and then they blame it on the world. But it's my fucking sisters. So, you know, can't piss on that if I want to. Because here's the, here's the thing you can't do. I think that's what drives women mental. So drives women mental. Interesting enough, side side note here. Dating a girl is fucking great. It is. It's fast, like you're gonna meet like ninety nine percent ghosters. I can't fucking stand that shit. I cannot do that to a human being. Cannot do it to a human being. So I will literally say to a person, you know, and I I am polite about it. I am polite, extremely polite, and I'll explain why. And you know, I'm still talking to this girl. She's really beautiful, beautiful human being, and I'm really I. More grateful than she realizes for her being in my life. Like I am, I'm more grateful than she could ever understand. Ever. I'm vaping. I'm vaping. I'm not supposed to it can kill me, but you know, gotta keep those uh, demons at bay. Was it worth it? Spending my entire life focused on shamanism, spirituality, trying to answer all these questions, partying and experiencing everything. Was it worth not being in my daughter's life? What the fuck do you think? I got to be me, but at the, the cost of her being with me. But again, she's happier, so that's all matters. You can't cling to people, can't possess them. It's not a place, you know, child's pulling and grabbing onto her through courts. Just walk up one day, I can't do it. Can't do it to her. She's much happier now. She's, she's a beautiful, beautiful girl. Maya, I love you. Honestly. Don't make me crying. I'll break apart and fucking slump my ass. No joke. I love you. That's all I can say about that without jumping out that fucking window right now. So let me stop there. I was trying to kill myself. And I was fucked up, properly fucked up. And then bang, I'm lying there dying because of other things, you know, domestic abuse, drug abuse. Not like drug abuse, actually I was smoking cannabis to medicate myself, having CPTSD, a, a, a fucking treacherous life of uh, extreme trauma. All trauma. And I, they all accumulated together to fucking collapse my lungs, crush my heart, track it, and all that shit. And I'm lying there, suffocating to death. Mm. 
Eh oui, Steph Curry. Eh oui, Steph Curry. So, I fought hard to come back from there. I think it there, I, I calculated recently, I think it's 14, but definitely a minimum of a thousand paintings to 1400 possible full paintings in that time while lying there dying and fighting for my life, trying to get back to my health. It cannot fucking get back, it's, no matter how much I try, trying to squat and weight training. I can't do my weight training, my kickboxing, I can't get right back into it. It sucks. But I'm, I'm alive. You know, I can do basic exercise now. And I am healing from surgery three months ago. So I'm doing okay. Is it three months? I have no idea now. Second surgery in a year, it was tough. Blood poisoning. That was tough. Being left there to die with a fucking blank on your face by some guy that, you know, a month previous is proposing to you. You're like, what? Why is he trying to stick a pillow over my face? Why is he trying to kill me? Why is he beat me up? And why do you deny it, Michael? It's because I'm truly addicted to psychopaths <laughs> and relationships. I am. And it's because, like, I don't judge you. I don't judge anybody. I don't give a shit. That's what I literally said to them. You know, I was like, I don't judge you. <clears throat> I was grateful that Andy thought Spanish because neither of us really loved each other. We're just sort of together, I think, because we're at a time and place in both of our lives where we just... We had like lots of money. We partied together and we played music together. Oh, we were fucking incredible together. We really were. It's like we were... Um, really good to music together and we worked like if we were working together in a business wow excellent business partner excellent friend to have it's just in the sheets and in a relationship completely fucking fucked both of us two strong uh headed people from tribal con uh, cultures you know what I mean so obviously we I. Uh, messed it up but like we got me we needed out of it moved on and then I met someone and I did fall for him and I he, he's a lot of shit I'll be honest because I'm going to love that little bastard for the rest of his life and I said to him recently you know like, you're not good enough for me but now uh, he doesn't want to talk to me which it, it hurts because that's not what I'm saying to him I'm saying you shouldn't be treating women the way you treat me. And you know it's an issue. So, you know, let me put this barrier up. Or a boundary. And he doesn't like that. Because he's a psychopath. Not insulting him. It's not something that he can help. It's not something he chose to be born like. And honestly... Apart from, like, say when we're together, or where when we were together, or three, four months ago, I'm, and I haven't seen him in, like, four months, I think, minimum. Four or five months, I think. Because, I mean, focus on university, focus on recovering and getting better, and focusing on my radio. 
building a brand, trying to, you know, in springtime next year, move forward with a massive vision that I've got for myself and the community. I'm going to use my art to do real good in the world and help people. And I'm thinking about paying, using it exclusively, the art side, to pay for people's hospital treatments and then use the art as branding, clothing, those things to pay for my own uh, life. You know, so I can feed myself and support myself. And because uh, I don't think that now the state my health in, I don't think I'll be able to go back into work where I'm standing on my feet a lot or, you know, uh, jobs that I did love because my health is really bad. And that is fucking frustrating because I'm a fidgety person. If you've seen how much radio I do or how much art I've done, you'd understand or studying. Studying is a difficult thing because I study and I've got this. Someone accurately described it as a chip in my shoulder. They thought I was like 21 because <laughs> I've got this massive chip in my shoulder and she wasn't mean. The woman's a beautiful woman. And I, she was perfectly right what she said. Because like I'll, I'll understand something and then soon it's like write this and I'm like no, don't want to understand it. It's like I, I treat studying as if it's like reading a book and I can write all the things in the book back down again for you but it's just I'm not going to write it the way you want me to write it. <laughs> I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. So I keep it at a distance you now and phasing it out slowly. I like reading though. I, I really, really, really love reading. should probably stop with the vaping. It's sore when I'm vaping, but it's it's something that was probably, if you could call it celebrated in my culture and family. Smoking was a beautiful thing, a beautiful experience. It wasn't like dirty, gritty, you know, smoke a fag. It was beautiful. It was ceremonial, but there was a, there was a deep understanding of it. And I did spend... Definitely all my adult life, I'm studying uh, shamanism and really going all the way into it and losing every single person in my life because of it. Isolate myself, starve myself all the way down into, well, death, death's story. Then I met my partner nine years ago and then we had a beautiful first half of the relationship and then it sort of nosedived the other half of the relationship. It's because the pressure was on me to take care of them. And then I, I was like, eight years in, I can't do this anymore. And they're like, okay. And then you got a job and I was like, what? They, they, they could do it by themselves. I don't even blame them. I mean, it's like, honestly, they're hard. They've got a good heart. They're a good human being. And I think the world is better that they're in it. There's no hatred between us. It's a frustration, rather. <clears throat> because it's like... I do miss their conversations over any other person that I've ever spoke to. Their conversations were truly beautiful. And we we enjoyed every single thing the same at the same time. Even the same food, same type of clothing... Same way we express ourselves. We, we could say we're too alike, I suppose. Two stubborn people 
that were from broken homes trying to express love and have never been taught or um, couldn't understand love, but, you know, desperately trying to experience and express it. And there was sexual uh, things evolving in both of us, you know, sexuality changes and stuff, and <clears throat> they need to experience life. I think, like, the relationship was like, oh, shit, you know, when I was lying there dying, they were like, oh, shit, so that's it, and that we've only really experienced each other, and then they sort of scampered away to leave me to die, and they did. That's, it's so sad, but that's exactly what happened. Exactly the way it happened. But to be honest, in those last days, I was desperately trying to piss him off and get revenge. I was like, I was at death's door and I was randomly, you know, um, texting guys online and travelling across the country with some random guy that I just met the night before for four days of sex, you know. Because when I get, I, I get angry with someone, I'll, I'll go for it. You know, I'll, I'll be like, right, that's it. Okay, let me see all the ways I can destroy you. Let me show you the ways I don't love you. Then, of course, the, the person quite rightfully totally retreats out of your life. And then you think, shit, maybe I've pushed too much. But it's because I was angry at myself for all the effort that I put in and to be discarded if I was dying, if these were last moments and I was dying, they were going to completely discard me. And they put me in that place. They put me in that situation. I don't blame them, though. A human being's going to die when a human being's going to die, but they did. They tried their best to help me. They did. They tried their best to try and nurse me back together again, and they were sorry. Um... And, uh, you know, it, there's always all the shit that I did to them. So I pushed each other, tested each other, and we were there for each other. And then it just got tiring. And I guess we just wanted to see life and have some fun again and have some good times. And it's sad because it cost us something that I believe both of us needed terribly. And that is... Um, Oh, someone who, uh, your family, we became family. We our family and we'll always be family and I'll always love Jacob. He will always be my family and always be important in my life. Always be important in my heart, my mind and my soul. And I'll never disconnect from him or feel hatred towards him. For nothing, like, there was so much we did. So many beautiful memories. So many, but 90% beautiful memories and we've tarnished the shit out of it and fucked it. And we're under a lot of pressure, let's be honest. Him seeing his partner lying there dying over five weeks and then further two or three months and like the he he witnessed me vomiting blood all over our, our house and stuff and pissing and shitting blood. I was a mess. I was like a skeleton and it was terrifying for me. I don't know how he would because if I he'd gone through it, I'd have just killed myself, you know. So you know, it's like I don't blame him. I always love him. I'd like to say something to finish this. So this too shall pass. Stories of change, crises and hopeful beginnings. Julia Samuel. I picked up this book because I've been hearing about it on social media. 
if change is a natural order of things, why do so many people struggle with the milestones of life from first jobs and first loves to children leaving home and retirement? I saw it and stories of change, crisis and hopeful beginnings. Uh, obviously, Penguin. Um, I'm really pleased. There's a lot of uh, stories in it. I'm going to uh, enjoy reading those. And I need to wrap this up. I keep forgetting this. It's an hour episode. Um, yeah, Julia Samuel. Praise for Julia Samuel in Grief Works. And uh, I've been looking at this on social media and people are saying, trust me, this is a book that you need. And uh, there's another book, if I, I can see it. I was book shopping and I've... Uh, let me see. There we go. This book I'm really excited about the Midnight Library okay let me quickly do this Nora's life has been going from bad to worse then at the stroke of midnight on her last day on earth she finds herself transported to a library there she'll be given a chance to undo her regrets and try out each of the other lives she may have lived wow right I've actually had that dream my entire life I was like Wow, I need to read this. And that, of course, is by Matt Haig. So I'm going to love reading that. And uh, this too shall pass. These books have been all over Pinterest. And I'm like, why is, why is people uh, constantly praising these books? Let me get them. And uh, I'm going to start reading them tonight. Because what I do is I read one chapter of each book. It's it's weird. Like I'll do it when I'm watching a box set. I'll, I'll watch like one uh, series or one episode of each box set and stuff and I, I'm like that I follow multiple things in my head you know I work on like a thousand fucking paintings at the same time so uh, a couple of books won't be that bad and uh, this has been weird doing a journal entry live and stuff but you know I'm all about pushing boundaries and trying new ideas and stuff and it's for a good cause you know like I'm family members, children, you know, that sort of thing, and I, yeah, it's a very good cause, isn't it, and it'll encourage other people to leave little notes and little, I, uh, I think that everybody should leave a, a journal, a public journal, you know, and try and get as much, and we shouldn't be judging each other's public journals, either, you know, because this is not a fucking radio episode, I'm not trying to do a radio episode, I'm literally trying to do a journal, so, um, you know, everything I'm saying here is only for the confines of my mind. Any single thing that you don't disagree with or has offended you, don't be. Don't be that bitch. Um, you know how I am in real life. I'm actually, uh, I want unity and uh, everybody to make it in this world. This is my private journey, my uh, um, journey to... Um, I don't know, journey towards the self, we'll call it. So it's been Journey Towards Self, episode one. Join me in episode two, or don't. Um, And I, I hope you all have a beautiful week. Check out those books. Seriously, though, check them out. The Midnight Library and This Too Shall Pass. These are going to be fucking fantastic. It's been a while since I read something on paper, definitely. I've been reading on the Kindle past couple of months it's been fucking amazing seeing like old uh, books like Plato's book yeah exactly um and I uh, with that I will see you in the next episode next episode
It's not an episode. It's a journal entry. I'll get there. I'll get there. And uh, later, bitches, join me on the rest of the map in uh, five, ten minutes, and I'll speak to you soon. Again, it's not radio. I'll get there. I'll get there. Love you. Bye.